Welcome to Creative on Purpose Live. This show accepts where you're at and helps you get where you want to go. Are you ready to make a difference? This show helps you help how <laughs> this show helps you ha- helps you step into your what's next with intention and integrity. It's time to be creative on purpose. And Scott could really use another cup of coffee. This season is called Dialogue That Makes a Difference. My guests are leaders making change happen by engaging in transformative discourse. I'm your host, Scott Perry. Learn more about me and my work at BeCreativeOnPurpose.com. Let's meet today's guest. Donna Cravada, welcome to the broadcast. Please tell our viewers who you are, what you're up to these days, and where we can connect with you to learn more. Thank you, Scott. I'm happy to be here. Um, My name is Donna Cravada, and my business is Social Pivot PR. And what we do is we help people build an online foundation so they can have a meaningful online presence. And it it, it combines social media, PR, SEO, keywords, content development, audience development. So you're saying the right thing to the right people, and you're not wasting your time or dumping a bunch of money on Facebook ads. And um, you can find me at socialpivotpr.com. Links to all of my socials are on there, and I'm pretty much online all the time. (laughs) I know the feeling. So I'm super excited to have you, Donna, not just because we've recently become friends um, and have a connection to the Alta MBA and and some other uh, online enterprises, but the theme of the show is, is discourse that makes a difference. And social media is definitely definitely a way that people are engaging online now. People that are they're crafting their message, their storytelling, and communicating with their audience and trying to attract attention and build awareness and build trust and permission. And I don't know about our listeners, but I'm guessing that they probably have a similar feeling about social media, which is sometimes it's a love-hate, very often, especially after a failed Facebook ad campaign, it's a hate-hate relationship. Um, and so I, but I'm always curious to hear people in your domain talk about how to be a more responsible, ethical, authentic user of, of digital tools, especially social media. So maybe just share a couple of, of ideas for how, and I've been watching your approach and listening to some of your trainings on Facebook Live, and you definitely seem to have this idea that we can engage in social media with our true, honest selves and tell true stories to people that need to hear them. So tell us a little bit how you help people do that. The first thing I teach them how to do is how to listen because it's the most underutilized skill on social media and marketing in general. But don't listen. They just dive into the conversation and it doesn't work. And then amplify that by paying people to write for them in some other voice, paying people to run Facebook ads for them that they have no idea where they're going to because they haven't listened and they don't know who they're So if you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know what to say. So you really need to start by listening figuring out what it is that you want from being on social media in the first place, who, and not make it about sales. Because making it about sales, um, leading with the sale, is like walking into a networking event or a party and just like just walking up to somebody and not saying 
hello and trying to sell them something. So you have to cultivate that relationship first. And then the way that I like to help clients, it's this is why it's a combination. It's not just social media. It's about your content because your content, if it's structured in the right way and it has the right keywords and you're moving into the right conversations by using the right hashtags um, or communities or, you know, however it is that you enter these different smaller areas, not this big giant thing that is social media or online. But as you walk into these small groups, listen first, see what people want. Then you know what to say, you know what to write, um, I, you, you know what they need. So you start to build your services and your products and your conversations and your content around the people that you want to connect with and what they already want and need. And it changes everything. The sales process changes. There is no sales process because you just connect. And by the time you get to talk about it, it's like, well, when could I want to work with you? Like, when does this happen? <laughs> what do I have to do next? And that's, you know, you can't recreate that without a relationship. So I really teach them how to um, build the relationships, to listen and to structure their content and their assets, whatever they might be, because content is all different kinds of things now. It's videos. It's this, what we're doing right now, and how you tie things together to create experiences out of them. Like, let me just show you what I did for a client. Um, this is one of the things that I love to do. I take a book, somebody that wrote a book. I read the book. I read all, listened to her interviews. I, you know, went through all of her stuff. And this has turned into, it's, when I'm done, it's probably going to be a three-year marketing plan. The stuff she already has. Mm. So what we do is we start with what you've got and tell you where the holes are. So, okay, you've got all of this. I can recreate it because it's in your voice already. Mm -hmm. And... You know, you need six articles and you have three years of marketing that's relevant and meaningful and will be pointed to the right people. So it's not just, you know, I, I'm going to cut this up, slice it and dice it into 200 tweets and send it out 700 times. It's meaningful dialogue that you create with existing content and filter it, I mean, not filter, but layer it with other things as well, like sharing other people's information. So it's not just you pushing your own stuff out, but you're, you're sharing other people's information and yet tying it back to what you do in your content and your conversation. So with everything that you do, you're weaving community. Really love that. One of the things that I find really interesting about your approach is that, you know, I, I obviously coach in the marketing seminar. We're getting ready to jump into another session of the marketing seminar. And in his book, This is Marketing, Seth Godin who is the creator of this marketing seminar, really talks, he really seems to be on a mission to reclaim marketing for the, the force for good that it is, as opposed to, and, and extract it from being conflated with advertising and selling, which it's been for most of the last 50, 60, 70 years, because in the industrial age, the consumer economy, it was all about you know buying ads, selling average stuff to average people, as Seth says. And what marketing at its best has always been, has been about telling true stories to people that need to hear them so to enhance their lives. And that doesn't mean that there's not value in what's being delivered by the marketer and that it's not going to cost something either in time and attention or in, in money uh, by, the, by the person on the receiving end. Um, but 
the whole idea is the virtuous cycle is the marketer is giving the, the consumer what they really need and the consumer is helping support the marketer and allow them to continue to build viability and sustainability into their enterprise so that they can not only help the person they're helping now, but move beyond and, and help as many people as, as possible. And I love the, um, uh, you just gave me so much hope just in say, I, having just released a book now, I, possibly I have three years of social media marketing in there that I can, um, in, instead of trying to come up with something clever to say every day, which is very difficult for me. <laughs> Be happy to do a little workshop online so we could show people how to do this. Oh, that would be fun. Do it with be, your book. Oh, sure. That would be awesome. That would be really fun. Well, you, you're just so one of the things that you talked about just a minute ago was well, with, with this book that you're helping promote now. Okay. Uh, you and I collaborated with some other authors on a project where we were all kind of promoting each other's work. Um, through social media. And the thing that I loved about that impulse and, the, and that that exercise was, and the reason why I was drawn to it immediately and accepted the invitation immediately was this idea that we're not, our authors are not in competition with each other. And even anybody in any service yeah. business or any commodity business really is not in competition with each other if they are clear on who their work is for and the promise that they're making to the people that they wish, you know, that they seek to serve. Um, talk a little bit about, about that part of it, how, uh, how collaboration can be so much more powerful uh, amongst marketers and amongst people in the same domain as opposed to trying to compete with each other? Well, everybody, once you step out of believing that you're a commodity, you're no longer a commodity. And that's where we all, if we could all do the same thing, but there's something special and unique about everybody. And once you step away from thinking, you know, this person sold this much and had a launch that did this and whatever, whatever the criteria may be. But once you step away from that and realize that those just those are just tactics mm -hmm. and hacks. Mm -hmm. But what people are really drawn to is who you are, because they can hire like if there were 10 people that are all, you know, at that beauty contest for the same client. Right. If they're going to go with the person that they trust. So if you can build that trust and build relationships, the whole marketing cycle changes because it's not about selling, it's about connecting. Hmm. And um, it's not about winning because everybody wins. Like even if you and I do the same thing and where you know there's one client that's looking at both of our services, if they hire me over you, we might you know, the client and I might do this great work together. We put this out into the world and you can learn something from that, right? So you won because you learned something from a different way of doing things. And now you might alter the way you approach client projects, but it, it's, you know, it's, it's all perspective and how you look at it and what you hope to gain and clarity, being really clear about what you need. Because what happens with so much of this internet marketing hype is that we get pulled in to, oh my God, I have to make a zillion things and have 74 funnels and do all of these things. 
but you really need to be clear on what you need. Like the way my business is structured now, I need like 20 clients a year. I don't need a funnel for that. I don't have a click here and buy anything on my website because I won't work with anybody without talking to them first. Mm. So, you know, I have a like check out my stuff and then reach out to me. You could IM me, you could send me an email. All I'm I'm there, you know, whatever way you want to connect with me. And that's how it works. I don't want to do that anymore. A big um changing point for me was when I let go of Infusionsoft. I had a program, I was paying over $500 a month for Infusionsoft with all the bells and whistles that I had on it. I had close to 100 funnels built and it was a mess. Anybody that looked at it from the back end, it was like I needed a traffic cop. (laughs) And I just said, I'm going to let go of the program, the affiliates, the click here and buy these 87 things, all of these people that keep asking me the same questions over and over again. And I'm going to simplify everything. So I moved to Active Campaign. I got a $10, $12 a month account with Harvest, which is an online invoicing system. And I went out and bought a new car. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, just for our listeners that may not understand what these programs are, Infusionsoft is mostly just a funnel program. It's about getting people at the top of your, to, to get into your funnel. And then you, they work through a process where they become a buying. But it's very expensive and it's very cumbersome. And how does that differ for the from Active Campaign, which is I'm assuming something somewhat similar? Um, Active Campaign is infinitely easier and fifty dollars a month. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Well, and I'm all as you can see, less is more. I'm all about simplify, simplify, simplify. Yeah. Or I'm actually that's not my my inherent impulse. That's the lesson I'm trying to learn. Um, one of the things that you said that I think is really, really powerful because I know it happened to me is you talked about tactics and kind of the hacks and social media advertising is kind of built on tactics. We have all these metrics and we can define all these kind of physical demographics. You know, where, where do people live? How much do they make? What do they look like? How old are they? Um, and so it's really easy to enter at the point of tactics and get really lost in the weeds, not only lost in the weeds of what the heck you're doing, but you can get lost in the weeds of who you're actually serving. And I find that you can really lose sight of who you really are. And you you find yourself doing things and uh, thinking about things that are really out of alignment with your true values and character. first place <laughs> yeah so i love you know to me the, the 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 where that is leading is don't start with the tactics don't start with infusion stop so yeah. start with what is your goal what is the what is the change that you seek to make for somebody who is that person and what what are their dreams hopes and desires not what do they look like and where do they live and matter. then and then come up with a strategy and then choose mm-hmm. the social media tools that will help you get there. I, and I think part of it is so many of the, the people that we consider the leaders now, the thought leaders, the social, you know, the, the digital age marketing gurus, they're promoting Oh, you got to have Twitter. You got to have Facebook. You got to have Instagram. Here's how you use YouTube to monetize, you know, and it's just, and for people like you and I that are more or less sole operators, 
we can't possibly be everywhere. It's diluted and your message just gets packed. And um, if you know where you, you know, what your goal is and like the, the, the type of person that you want to work with, um, then you can work backwards from there. Yeah. Well, and so that was something else I wanted to stick a pin in. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but I want to unpack this because I think this is the key. Um, in the marketing seminar, we talk about choose your customer, choose your future. And when I heard you talking about your kind of pivot in how you're attracting people is, no, I'm not trying to build the biggest funnel possible to get the most people possible. I'm doing what I do. And for the right people, they are welcome to connect with me. And after we have a conversation, if it's a good mutual fit, then we can work together. And this is a really important point because people don't understand, people very often are not clear on who their customer is. And it's just kind of like choosing your profession. If you decide that you want to be a doctor and you go through all of the expense and all of the pain and suffering and schooling to become a doctor and then find out you don't want to be a doctor, ouch, you know, yeah. then how do you extract yourself for that? Because if you don't continue to be a doctor, you can't even begin to pay off your debts. But if you instead pay attention or, or, you know, try test and feel what it likes to be a doctor or try feel and test what it feels like to work with this group of people, this avatar, this, this ideal customer that you're thinking about, um, then you can make some much more informed decisions about the people that you're going to be spending a lot of time with and have a better chance to cultivate a greater sense of health, happiness, and prosperity in those relations, as opposed to being exhausted by working with people that are not really a great fit. Talk a little bit more about how you... Well, I've been doing what I do for like 10 years. Like this, I've had my own business for 12 years, but this combination of the social media, SEO, PR, and, you know, I've always, because like I'm a single mom, I quit my good job to do this. So it was, everything was always like flying from one thing to another, to another, to another. And I never really had the time to intentionally build my business the way I wanted to. So I've worked with a lot of people that were not my ideal clients. <laughs> and I did a lot of work that I didn't want to do. But I also had to learn how to refine this work and to separate what changes and what doesn't change? Because, I mean, it's it's a full bag of spinning plates here between social media, PR, SEO, online marketing, all of it. It doesn't ever stop changing. The one thing that you can, you can be guaranteed about is that it's going to change. And it took me a long time to pull myself out of the out and to focus more on the things that don't change and just like almost like pushing all the tools to the side and saying, I'll grab you when I need you. This is really what I'm working on. And this is kind of what I teach my clients to do now too, because it's so overwhelming. And this, the minute you build something and you have the structure and you've scheduled posts in advance and you've got a plan, you know, usually these days it's Instagram comes in and like blows the whole thing up and nothing works anymore because they changed their, you know, their rules. Um, but I had to, I had to really come to terms with what I do isn't social media. Mm -hmm. It's about building the relationships. It's about listening. It's about creating a ripple effect to help people that is exponential because it, it can grow through social media. Um, you know, just how 
you know, negative things can happen on social media. There's a lot of positive that happens. So when you take the time on the front end and you're really clear about what you want and what effect, what impact you want to make in the world, you can do that. And you don't need to spend money on Facebook ads. Do not spend a penny on Facebook ads until you have this down because otherwise you're just testing. Right. So get this down. And then the Facebook ads are only to amplify the structure that you've created. It's not, it's not an end-all, be-all and end-all. It's a complex system that changes constantly. And there are only a handful of people that I listen to who have Facebook ads. Most of it is just some chocolate version of it. Um, but it, it really is, a, and, and it's not to be used for selling. It's been, it, it should be used to amplify this relationship funnel that you build. Um, and 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 it and don't count on it resulting in sales because the best things that happen when you operate this way online is there are opportunities that you have no idea are right on the other side of a tweet or an Instagram post. And when you're out there being your true self and you are communicating with people the way you do in real life and you're not creating this online persona that you attach a backpack of Facebook ads do, um, things happen. And like when I work with my clients, I have this whole series of barometers to, to weigh, do I stick with the plan or do I go with the opportunity? Because it happens all the time. Every single day, there is an opportunity that you didn't know existed and your life can change in a day when you go about this the right way. That doesn't happen when you throw money at Facebook ads. I love that. So one of the things that you were talking about, about, uh, like I'll, I'll learn that when I need to learn it. Um, it, about a month ago, I think I, my, my blog post for that week was just in time versus just in case learning and you and I, and everybody else watching, we're still in a just in case learning okay. system, right? We have to learn about the war of 1812 and all the battles of the civil war and trigonometry and how to speak French just in case someday we need to, to learn it. And it's not a very effective or efficient use of our time. And it's certainly not promoting our health, wealth, and uh, or health, happiness, and prosperity. And in the, you know, one of the many upsides of the digital age is that we can learn everything, anything we need to learn just in time. If you need to learn something about the War of 1812, you can type in a Google search and get the answer. Right now, from wherever you are, remember, you know what uh, yeah. Sister Agatha taught you in in, in school. So I, I love, I I I really love that. Um, if and so, the other thing that really is speaking to me that I is this idea. So I just want to unpack it just a little bit more as we're kind of wrapping up this idea that. Of not, of not, again, not using social media as a, an advertising and selling tool because that's going to skew to the spammy, fake, um, you know, type of behavior that's going to alienate your audience, and instead use social media as a, a way to amplify your message to the people that are already saying they want to hear it and as a way to attract people like them that need to hear it. It's so important. And, and that's where the listening comes in. 
because you know you can use a free social media management tool or one that costs a couple of dollars a month does not need to be terribly expensive and you can just put some hashtags in there because a hashtag holds your conversation mm-hmm. and it's not just a word with a hash with a pound sign in front of it it is actually an entity and people will gather around that hashtag and have a conversation. So I don't know how many billions of people are online, but you know maybe there's 200 people using that hashtag. And now you can connect with those 200 people that actually care about the topic that's related to the hashtag. And you, you don't have to dive into the conversation. You can just listen and see what they're talking about and weigh when you come in. So you can come in in a meaningful way, not in a way to sell them anything, but in a way where you can add value. And you can be, you know, a, you know, a good contributor to the to the group. Well, you were very graciously uh, talking about my book right before we got on here, and uh, what you just said is the underlying message: you enhance your life the most by elevating the lives of others. And I, I love what you were saying about. I, I know you and I have had this conversation. I think a hashtag is actually a sharp symbol for musical <laughs> charts, um, and so I don't don't have a lot of experience with hashtags. Um, uh, but that idea that there are two hundred people gathered around this this little hashtag bonfire having a conversation, and viewers may think, well, that's not that many, but actually that's probably 20 times more than you actually need. And so it's, it's, and this is true. This is something else that Seth talks about the marketing seminar. This is marketing smallest viable audience, smallest viable offer, smallest viable next step. What's next, you know, and I think it's what I'm hearing and what you're saying about, just in you know learning things when you need to learn them and kind of having a, an end in mind is as you're as you're taking each incremental step towards your whatever your marketing goal is that you will other opportunities and possibilities will avail themselves and so if you are instead if you are paying attention to who you are and what you're good at and what your promise is and who the promise is for as every possibility and opportunity comes along, you can kind of measure that against, is this an alignment to where I want to go? If it is, maybe it's time to consider a slight tack or, or if not, then you can say, Oh, this this is not for me. I need to, you know, stay the course. Um, so much really great information. I have learned a ton (laughs) just, uh, you know, and you've taught me a, a ton before here. Uh, so I want to thank you for your time, Donna. I do want to ask, I've been asking kind of one last question of my guests and we're, we're actually beginning a new season. Um, the, this, uh, the, the theme this season is dialogue that makes a difference. So this, this is a slightly different take on the question I've been asking guests in the past, but what I'm wondering is, is if you could plant one idea or concept into the minds of everyone who dreams of making a difference through compelling conversations or storytelling or social media marketing, what would it be? To listen. Listen to yourself. Know yourself. Know who you serve. Um, and, and, you know, just have clarity around that before you put yourself out there. Because social media is an amplifier. It's going to amplify if you're confused and then confused people go away. 
They don't come back for more. <laughs> right. So, you know, just really be clear about what you want. Don't contribute to the noise. Be part of that positive ripple effect because we've all seen instances where social media has had an impact where it changed the world. And that's kind of my underlying mission in everything that I do. I want to work with clients that are changing the world in whatever way that they, whatever contribution that they're making. And I teach them how to do this so they can do it without breaking the bank, without breaking their backs. <laughs> and um, to reach the right people so they can help the right people. Fantastic. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Donna and I really appreciate you lending us some of your valuable time and attention. And we hope today's broadcast motivates you to lean into an endeavor that matters with greater curiosity and courage. And of course, intention and integrity. Learn more about Donna Cravata. Where Donna? Socialpivotpr.com. There you go. And of course, it's always great to see you at becreativeonpurpose.com. Now go out and make a difference and keep flying higher. Donna Cravata, thanks so much for being here and for your time. Thank you, Scott.